Welcome to the Believer's Voice of Victory from Kenneth Copeland Ministries. Download the notes at kcm.org notes. Expressions of love that come from the world are conditional. Join Kenneth Copeland and Bill Winston today as they reveal the agape love of God, which has no limits and is unconditional. Next on The Believer's Voice of Victory. Father, we thank you for this broadcast today. We open our hearts and minds to you, sir. And sitting at your feet, Lord Jesus, is such a wonderful place. We see ourselves there, receiving revelation from heaven, receiving healing, receiving financial blessing, receiving our families healed and, and brought back together again out of strife and turmoil. And we praise you for it, sir. In Jesus' name, amen. Brother Bill, get us back in here and here quick. Glory to God. All right. Now, um, in 1 John chapter 2, if we could start there. And again, we're talking about the love of God. So the love of God that we've established here in this program is the agape. Agape love is what we're talking about. And this is love that's not based on what you've done for me. It's, It's unconditional love. Now, this is the love that when God says, husbands, love your wives, that's agape. That's, that's yeah. unconditional love. Yeah. So that this, this kind of love is all the way you know, through the New Testament. Now, as we look at this, he's saying here in this particular scripture, don't love the world. So we need to find out what that means and how does that work into our lives. Now, here's the key. God is assigning us somewhere in this world. In other words, we are here and we're here to bring his, his good news, be salt of the earth. We're here to bring kingdom principles yeah. into places that we go. We're here to take the Garden of Eden, uh, let's start up, pick up where Adam left off. We, we're here for his purpose. Now, with that, d- because you're in that world, you're not of that world. So don't, don't love the world in a way that would cause you to leave the love of God for anything of the world, including selfish ambition. Mm-hmm. Uh, are you following mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Yes, so let's just read this and, and see what he says. First John chapter two, verse 15, love not the world, neither the things that are in the world. If any man love the world, the love of the Father is not in him. And all that is in the world, the lust of the flesh, the lust of the eyes, and the pride of life, is not of the Father, but is of the world. Now, one of the things that we discovered about agape, agape expresses itself in obedience. Yes, sir. Yeah, John 14, 21. That's correct. So a lot of times we're trying to feel the love, you know, 
and and feeling may may come, but it's it's coming after your obedience. It's and it's not a measure. It's not a measuring stick. It's not, no. it's not a measuring tool. Feelings don't have nothing to do with anything. This man told a story. He came to church. He was kind of a, a Christian um, a comedian, if you will. But he came to church. He was talking about two people went out for a picnic, and they got out there, and these are two young people that were. Um, you know, kind of seeing each other and, and they went out, they wanted to go out for a picnic get to know each other better. And they went out there and they had this big picnic basket. And he opened it and he's searching around in there. He said, where's the love? She said, I thought you brought it. He said, no, I, I didn't bring it. I thought you brought it. He said, this is a case where you got two ticks and no dog. <laughs> so I said, okay. Oh, so, but man. see how people try to feed off each yeah. other, see? Got a couple of fleas, you ain't got any dog. <laughs> but but that, where is Bill, the love? That is so true. Oh, yeah. Listen. Oh, yeah. <laughs> people living that kind of life mm -hmm. create Hell on earth. Ah, goodness. Lord, help me find a husband, yep. please. Yep, my, my baby needs a daddy. And, and you know, find me one with some money because I'm so broke and I'm so feed hurt. off of it. Boy, she <laughs> is <laughs> wide open for a, a bad deal here. Mm, mm, mm. And he got some old boy out there saying, Lord, I need a woman. I need one fast here. He's, he's in bad shape because they're coming together for all the wrong reasons. There you go. No Jesus doubt. has the power, the will, and the Word will supply it, yes. will supply every need that woman has. Mm. He'll be a father to that baby. He'll be a husband to her. Yes. The, the, and, and Jesus will satisfy that man's physical needs, his mental needs, his spiritual needs that he needs for a wife. When they both get satisfied and then God is directing them yeah, and God do. says, sweetheart, there's your husband yeah. right there. Now, yeah. that's the one I want you that's to That's the deal. That's when you come together and, and like Gloria and me live for 53 years and just it just gets better all the, all the time. time. That's right. And who was that that wrote the book, How Many Frogs Did You Have to Kiss to Get a Prince or something? My like granddaughter. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's what people are doing, see. See, they're looking for love in all the wrong places. Yeah, yeah, it starts with God. Now, it doesn't start God. anywhere else. Yeah, yeah. Human love is bankrupt to start it's with. It's bankrupt, I'm telling you. It, it, and people will love you for so, so far, you know, I'm telling you now. That you go too far and that love going to turn to something else, yeah. you know. It's, it's just So the agape love of God is unconditional. And, and we have it inside. I, I, that, uh, thank you, Lord. Unconditional love doesn't just happen, not even with God. Unconditional love begins with a covenant sworn oath. That's true, isn't it? Yeah. I swear said God, mm -hmm. I will never leave you nor forsake you That's even to the end oh, of the world. Now that means, I don't care what you do, mm. 
This wasn't an act of feeling. This is a commitment, blood-sworn oath. This was sworn in the blood of Jesus, brother. He originally swore that in the, in the blood of sacrificial animals until Jesus came and all that came true, brother. And it's, it's forever. You can't break it. See, Bill, the covenant is between God the Father and the Lord Jesus Christ. And what he swore to him raised him from the dead. You see it in the first chapter of the book of Hebrews. And he spoke to him and called him God and raised him up from the dead. Now, that's the new covenant. Every word of this from Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John all the way through the book of Revelation and all of the blessing of the old covenant was sworn by God to Jesus as he presented himself spotless after he'd been raised up from hell. And there he stands in the most righteous place in the universe. And God swore this oath to him. Now that can't be broken. It's an oath between an almighty, holy God and an immortal man that can no longer be touched with death. Now, we accept Jesus as our Lord and Savior. We come in under that covenant He has with the Father. I am looked upon with the same love as Jesus. Jesus prayed that in John 17. Uh, yeah, John 17, 23. He said, show them, Father, you love them as much as you do me. And now, can we break the covenant? No. The covenant is unbreakable. We can break fellowship yep. with it. Got it. Yep. And when we do, God don't quit loving you. He can't, Bill. He swore in blood he'd love me forever. He said, if you confess your sins anyway, I'm faithful and just to forgive you. To forgive you. them and cleanse you from all unrighteousness. What's left if he cleansed you from all unrighteousness? Righteousness. <laughs> and so you, you, you want to stay in there. You, want, you, you, you don't want to be, be stepping out here and violating the, the, the law of love. No, 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 no. You want to, you want to stay right in there. You, you shoot your mouth off at somebody. Stop right there and say, hey, baby, I, I apologize. I'm, Father, I repent of that. that. That's not in love. And I repent of it right now. Don't, don't wait three days. Do it. Don't wait three more seconds. Just stay in that love walk. All the time, you got your shield up, you got your armor on. Stay Don't mess right, it up. Stay right there. Stay right there all the time. Because that covenant between God the Father ah, and the Lord Jesus Christ. Oh, man. Just stay on that line. Oh, stay on that line. Everything. Will That's come. where your healing is. Everything is in that is line. Right Everything is in there. I'm thinking about a woman that had um, a child. And this child had, uh, uh, if I remember right, I, I believe it was seizures, I think is what it was. Mm -hmm. Anyway, there's something wrong with that baby. And uh, she was talking to Brother Hagin about it. And she said, after what I heard you preach, I can see where the problem is. She said, I hate my mother-in-law. And he said, now, you're born again. Oh, yeah. 
and, and filled with the Holy Ghost. Oh, oh yeah. yeah. And you telling me you hate your mother-in-law? Yeah, I hate her. He said, now, wait a minute. Look me right in the face and tell me you hate your mother-in-law. Well, she did. He said, now, I want to ask you something. When you say that, is there something kind of scratching you right? Well, yeah. He said, you don't hate your mother-in-law. He said, that's the Spirit of God trying to get you to repent. Mm. Repent of that. Repent of it right now. You don't mm. hate her. Mm. You do not yeah. hate her. You love her because the love of God's on the inside of you. And God has commanded you to love. Now obey the commandment of God and stop that. He said, now you repent. So she did. Gotcha. Mm. He said, now, the next time the devil tries to manifest himself through your baby, you say, no, sir, you take your hands off of my baby. I have 1 John 5, 18. I walk in love. I keep the commandment of love, and you can't touch my baby. My baby's off limits to you. You can't touch us. We're off limits to you. You're trespassing on holy property. See, you, you're resisting the devil. And he's got to flee because you're drawing not a God's word. You're walking in obedience to what that word says you now. And you have invoked the royal oh, law. Mm. Oh. Yeah. oh, glory to God. <laughs> now, 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 look at Hebrews chapter 12 and verse 14. <clears throat> Hebrews chapter 12 and verse 14. There's something that you started to say there a minute ago, and, and, uh, and we got sidetracked, in loving things. Yeah. We need a higher concept of love. When we say the word love, it ought to represent God. Yes, indeed. Mm -hmm. Well, you know, I just, I, I just love pears. Mm -hmm. I love my car. No, no, you, you can't love a car. That's what that was talking about. Yeah. You don't love things. Ugh. Well, I know, Brother Cole. Well, we're in training here. We're not being picky. We're training. Yeah. We're, we're developing a concept that God doesn't have love. He is love, and He's in me. Gotcha. And, and, his, and the, that love's been shed abroad in my heart by the Holy Ghost, and I need to be practicing. That's what perfects that love and flushes out fear. Now, what is there about my car? Well, Brother Copeland, God gave me that car. That's good. Well, I love my car. I love God. No, 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 baby. In 1 Timothy 6, 17, he gives us richly all things to enjoy. He gave me, I, I happen to like pears. I like these things. I don't love them. They used to say that, oh, I love pears. Don't you love that banana pudding mama make? Well, I began to train in that area and use proper words. I began to say, you know, I really enjoy pears, man. God gave us that to enjoy. I do enjoy my new car. Now, see, that see. praises God. And it's His Word. Too. It's His Word. I, I, I have to say this. I've done the same thing where pride is concerned. Ugh. And you get a little sticky with this because people really like to use that word. Yeah. But God did not say, this is my beloved son. 
and I sure am proud of him. <laughs> no, God hates pride. He sure does. <laughs> Devil what did he pride. say? He I'm well pleased. pleased. So you need to line your speech up. Line your speech up. That's part of your obedience. Yeah. See, <laughs> and it's so strong. You, you bring him, you, my little grandson. I went to see him play football the other yeah, night. Yeah. Kid's a good ball player. Well, you have a tendency to say, "Boy, I'm so proud of you." Yeah. But I hate that word. Yeah, you can't. I know what God. I uh, I know what we're saying, and, and I understand that. Yeah, yeah. And 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 I'm I'm but I'm training. Oh, I'm renewing my mind. You really and I'm do. Training. And it doesn't hurt him to hear me say that. I said, boy, you sure will please your papa. <laughs> now, this and that says something, Bill. No, no, Brother Copeland, you know, in this, Job said over in Job chapter 6, this is after the devil had come in and just ruined his life. He said, Lord, teach me and I'll hold my tongue. He didn't, and let didn't. me know where I erred. You see, I... Just, you're not nitpicking. You're trying to get people in a place where at no time the devil would use something that they're not aware that they're saying. That's right. To get in on their now, life. Now, you and I learned this. Uh, goodness. We're, we're blessed that, that we're, we were taught and trained yep. as serious pilots. Yep. And you've taught and trained as, as a fighter pilot, flew a lot of yep. combat missions. Yep. Three or four or five degrees gets you killed. Well, I mean, what are you nitpicking over three degrees for? I mean, you, you said 357. I'm 360. Well, come on. What's the difference? Are you kidding me? It gets you wiped. You know what out. my instructor used to tell me? Uh. Oh, he'd get here. Kenneth, I said 365, not 364. <laughs> A monkey can be close. <laughs> he calling me a monkey is what he's calling me. And I can still hear that in my, in my, I can still hear it in my ears. A monkey can be close. Yeah. I don't want to be close. I, I want to be just as much like Jesus as I can possibly get there. I'm, I'm coming down final approach because every year you have to take an instrument, you know, recheck. And so for in fighters, I'm coming down final approach. He get inside. He said, well, okay. I uh, check with fine. Now, I, you're, you're supposed to hold such and such. You're supposed to hold 189, and you had about one, 175. You had, then you went up to 182. Then you went to one, You never did get to 189. And he said, I said, well, I got to 186. He said, no, you're supposed to get to 189. This, this three, you know, I'm, I'm saying, okay. Now, you think that nitpicking. <laughs> He wasn't nitpicking. He's trying to keep you from killing him. Uh, telling you, Job was saying you. some things training that you. he didn't know he was saying, but it allowed the enemy to get yes, in Yes, it did. Yes, it did. And it liked to took him out of here. It sure did. So but because he listened to God yep. and he finally he, repented he sure and did. he got his mouth he straight, God replaced that old man with everything, everything twice, <laughs> lived a long time, had a better life than he'd yep. ever had before. Yep. So if you mess up, fess up, and let's get going here. <laughs> get up. Let's go. Yes, sir. So uh, let's look at Hebrews, uh, uh, Hebrews chapter 12. Now look at this. He said in verse 14, follow after, after peace, follow peace with all men 
um, uh, 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 yeah, with all men in holiness, without which no man shall see the Lord. Looking diligently, lest any man fail of the grace of God, lest any root of bitterness springing up trouble you, and thereby many be defiled. Now, if you look, let's, let's go to Luke chapter 17 and verse 1. Luke chapter 17 and verse 1. And he says this. And oh, the wrong place. then said he unto his disciples, it is impossible, but that offenses will come. They're coming. They are coming. And the Copeland, he just said this. He's, Jesus said this. Yeah. So it's impossible. So opportunity for a believer to be offended if they're moving into this, this, this whole place where God has called them, it, it, it's almost like you're going to have an opportunity. Well, he preached that. He said the so-and-so's word, Satan's coming. And, and persecution arises for the word's sake. Because you got the word. That's why they're, one reason they're persecuting you. You got the word in you. Think about the time, the religious lies that have been preached around persecution. Uh, well, true. God trying to teach you something. <laughs> well, you know, it's because of the life you lived before you got saved. You're still having to deal. That's just a bunch of lies, man. Brother, it came because of the word. Now, 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 listen. Didn't Joseph go down there to Egypt? And he went down there. And first of all, his brothers sold him. So right there, he had an opportunity to be offended. They sold him into slavery. And then he goes down there to Egypt. And he goes and hires him. And then he starts prospering Potiphar. And then Mrs. Potiphar tries something and could go, wouldn't go for it. Now told a lie on him. Now they put him in jail. Now, I'm only saying that he said in Hebrews here that it's this coming. is coming. <laughs> it's coming. And, and looking diligently, lest you fail the grace of God, lest any, of, 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 uh, any root of bitterness springing up trouble you and many be defiled. The, if, if, if you receive that offense as a seed, it can grow up and become a tree. Yes, it can. It'll become a tree and it'll dictate what you do. Inside of you will tell you, no, you don't like him, don't like her. And, and then you tell Big Mama about what happened between you and your spouse or something. Then Big Mama, she ate of this fruit of coming out of your lips. And then Big Mama started hating him. And then Big Mama tell Bigger Mama or whoever it is. Mm -hmm. And the next thing you know, everybody's hating on him. And nobody knows him except his woman. Now, my point to you is that can happen for a whole race. That people sure. can spread things and a whole race can hate another race because of what has been spoken and experienced by one person receiving offense. It's destroying a nation right now. Ah, Lord. And without the repentance and without the people of God standing oh, up in the United exactly States. That's exactly right. Because this nation was founded on the word of the living God. My goodness. Listen. And we're if, out of time. Oh, Lord have mercy. <laughs> We've been out for <laughs> Okay. <laughs>
Father, I pray right now for this radio and television audience. Mm, mm, mm. Repentance is so easy, but it, the decision to do it is what's hard. Jesus said, it's like cutting off your hand. It's like plucking out your eye. It's the decision. Baby, God will enforce it. If you were to say, Father, I shut my gossiping mouth. I have judged people and I repent, sir. And I receive my forgiveness. Cleanse me, please, of all unrighteousness. I judge myself in my big mouth and I refuse to do it anymore. In Jesus' name, I refuse to break the commandment of love any longer. Thank you, Lord. Now there's healing for you, body. Oh, glory to God. Bill and I'll be back. We hope you enjoyed today's teaching from Kenneth Copeland Ministries. And remember, Jesus is Lord.